but we have a little bit more to to drop and then we can do that. Yeah, we will do a fucking quarantine <laughs> podcast. That will be fun. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll just like jump right into it. So what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another podcast. Finally, I submitted my fucking thing yesterday, my year-long project. I think it was 50 pages. Holy shit. It was so long, but I had like all the forms and stuff in it. So that took like a lot of the spacing. But regardless, I was like, I read it so many times and then I was like, I can't, I just, whatever. <laughs> I submitted it. Like, take, it, take it away from me. I was like, I don't know if this is perfect. I hope that all the right workouts are linked to the right sections. <laughs> like, all the shit. But I was like, this was so long. And I literally did it on myself. I was like, all right, I'm going to design a training program for a 26 year old, uh, previous division one basketball player. And like with my knee injury and everything, I'm like, might as well. So at least it gave me ideas, but I was like, this is, when I first started, I was like, this is going to blow. Like, this is <laughs> horrible. But yeah. It's very, like, time-consuming. Like, I don't know, just reading it over and over again, or, like, literally the copy-paste button, I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was but. like, this is torture. Like, and it sucked, because I was going to do something with the research, and then I was like, oh, well, Camel's Lab's closed, so uh yeah plot twist that's not how i'm ending my uh senior year my master's program there's that yeah that was overwhelming and a lot of stress but it's done so i mean there are worse things going on yeah but um um you know this whole uh what coronavirus like is that what it's called yeah um my next pickup line at a bar is gonna be like i'll have anything except corona Are people actually, like, okay, I heard that people are actually, like, not buying Corona beer beer because of this. I'm like, are you that dumb? Are you really? Probably are. They're probably just, they're so scarred from the word Corona. They're like, fuck this. I hate all of it. Like, that brand is probably going down. I need to check the stock on that because I I bet, like, they're probably. Their marketing team needs to pick up, like, they need to get on this, like, ahead of like ahead of all this they're so pissed that it's named the coronavirus they're like it didn't come from our beer (laughs) exactly they're like you couldn't pick any other name really that's terrible conspiracy just to take down corona how about that there's so many conspiracy things going on right now like what this is and how it happened and the world is just like freaking out um but yeah so i do want to talk about it a little bit like things you've had to like kind of talk to your clients about, things I've had to talk to my clients about, how this has impacted both of our preps now that everyone knows I'm I'm prepping. Um, So first, just kind of tell me what you've been doing um, as far as prep, what adjustments you've made, because I know your show got canceled. Um, So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so when my show got canceled, I would have been like five weeks out. Um, So yeah, big bummer, especially since I've been dieting for I don't know, since, like, last July, like, end of July, um, wait, no, yeah, end of July, uh, so it's a very long time to be kind of dieting and then having a deadline, so it did suck, and I had, like, a little, you know, pity party of, why am I doing this, but, (laughs) um, I got over that real quick, uh, because, you know, I'm just gonna, right now, we're just taking it as an opportunity to be ready early and just be ahead of the game, pretty much, for when, uh, shows do start up again. So, you know, the changes that we've had to make, um, for me at least, obviously it's going to be training. Um, 
but thankfully Lauren has a garage gym, so I'm going over there a few times a week to train. Um, I do have some like weights that I picked up on Facebook Marketplace uh, for like 40 bucks. So I can use those on like my fifth optional like pump day. Um, so yeah, the biggest change would really be like the training for me. And then also something that I feel like um, was a little weird at first, but cardio changing that up. Uh, so instead of doing, you know, incline treadmill or anything at the gym, um, I pretty much transitioned fully to just outside fast paced walking. And uh, I keep it, you know, obviously fast paced just to keep my heart rate up. And I make sure to, you know, get my time in. So that's been working pretty well for me, just getting that hour in first thing in the morning. But it was something that I was like a little concerned about because um, obviously I want to keep things going. I want to keep the momentum up and, you know, a dip in heart rate or, you know, something that's not as challenging. That's going to be something that you need to adjust for your prep if, you know, you aren't expending as much energy um, as you were prior. So that was a probably the main concern I had. Um, I do have a spin bike, thankfully, in my apartment, uh, which I will use here and there, but it's not something I want to sit on for, you know, more than 20 minutes just because uh, my butt hurts. So <laughs> um, I use that here and there. And then also something I was trying out a little bit was some aerobic circuits. So, um, you know, easy, like, uh, what's it called, like combining a couple of exercises back to back, uh, something that really keeps your heart rate up, something that's like, you know, body weight mixed with bands and stuff. Uh, so I was playing around with that as well. And we have some examples of that in the body blueprint this month. But yeah, so definitely have to be creative with cardio for the most part, uh, which is also, it's like a little bit of a hassle if you're someone like me who likes their structure and likes their uh, routine, I guess, you know, oh, this is what's working for me. I'm going to stick with it, blah, blah, blah. So you're kind of forced to get outside, you know, be creative a little bit. So that was really the the biggest change. Um, and I do have some clients currently in prep who are um, kind of experiencing this with me. Um, most of them, thankfully, were aiming for, you know, June-ish. So not, not a huge change for them, but um, there is a concern, of course, with just what do I do with training? What do I do with cardio? So we can kind of dive into like what we're talking about with clients after, but um, I guess like I'll just throw this back to you with, you know, anything that you've had to change in your breath. Yeah. So when the shows got canceled, um, it was kind of like, I'm, I'm someone who I just like you really like structure. I need a plan. Um, and so I was like, well, I kind of want to keep pushing, um, and see, you know, if we can get a little bit more conditioned. I think I stepped on the Arnold stage after loading, um, I was probably around 114. Um, and so I think, you know, I need to be a couple pounds lighter, nothing crazy, um, as far as conditioning is concerned. So I was like, well, I kind of want to get there. And then, you know, once it really came down to, okay, shows are not going to be here until the soonest would be, um, junior USAs, which they are not doing qualifiers for. Um, and that's in May. The likelihood that that happens is still kind of tentative. Um, and so my biggest fear, and I've said this from the beginning, is I don't want to compromise any muscle I've put on. So, you know, I had to have these conversations with my coach and be like, listen, you know, I know that we're, you know, pretty close to where we need to be. Um, but at the same time, like I've been really lean and gotten kind of stringy before. And I, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't want to, um, 
compromise anything that I've achieved as far as improving my physique. So we did a, a couple days of diet breaking. Um, my cardio, and I don't mind sharing this. I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. Going into the Arnold, I was doing periods of three hours a day. Um, so I was doing a lot and this was all, you know, on incline treadmill walking 10 miles per hour, no hands, you know, pushing, pumping, sweating my ass off. Mental fortitude required for all those things. So, um, you know, I, I'm someone who always feels like I have to do more. And so when the gyms got shut down, you know, we did drop back cardio, you know, after the Arnold, you know, we were just kind of doing two hours, you know, kind of bring it back a lot. Um, and then when the gyms got closed, I was like, okay, fuck. Like my, the intensity is going to be down and the time is down. Like I'm going to blow up. Like that's, you know, just like everybody else is freaking out. I'm like, okay, but what can I do? So yeah, initially, you know, I'd go do one hour at Paul's house on his treadmill and then I would walk outside for an hour and nothing happened. Like nothing with my weight went negative. Like I didn't gain a bunch of weight. Nothing, nothing changed. I was, I was like, okay. And I had messaged him and I was like, um, you know, should I be running outside? Like, is it okay to walk? Like, you know, cause I'm like, I want, if you need me to push right now, like I'm down, like I'll do it. Um, so, and he was like, no, like just walk, like, let's just try walking. And so we dropped my cardio. Now I'm only doing, um, two 30 minute walks outside a day. Um, so 60 minutes total and my weight hasn't gone up or down. We also, um, our diet breaking, for the time being, like we increased calories for three days just to see how I would do. Um, my weight is stable. So I'm now going to just change those to daily macros unless something crazy happens um, and stay consistent with that. And again, like my goals are, I, I don't, I'm not someone that puts on muscle easy and I don't have enough to just be like, it's fine if I lose a little. Um, I'm not okay with that. And you know, he obviously isn't okay with that either. So now it's just really focusing on getting good training sessions in. Um, Ryan's offered to let me use their garage. Um, and Paul has a garage gym as well. So, you know, I, I do get some intense training in my intensity, my strength, all that stuff is going up. And that's stuff that I'm really excited about. Um, because if I can use this time to improve, um, even add a little bit of muscle while keeping body composition good, um, is, is the goal, like in a perfect situation. Um, obviously we don't use like PEDs or anything like that. So, um, it's like the odds are against that, but at the same time, if I can retain everything and maybe improve a little bit, um, at the end of the day, more rest is going to allow my body to respond better. Um, than if I continue to diet and try to push right through this period and not really have a deadline. So that's kind of how I'm taking this time is kind of one day at a time, execute, do what I can, you know, keep my walking in. And I also think that daily walks outside um, are almost therapeutic in getting that parasympathetic nerve system kicked in so that you do relax and kind of de-stress from the crazy. Um, and I've had a lot of my clients just transition to walking outside. Um, and some of them are even dropping weight because it's just the stress that they've had um, is leaving the body. So, you know, it's, it's going to be very individually different, you know, for you, the intensity was important to you. Um, you know, for me, I'm kind of a high, strong, high stress person. And so using this almost as recovery, relaxation, you know, my daily kind of meditation, if you will, um, you know, it's helped me a lot. And I think that's a big reason why I've been able to kind of drastically increase my calories from how low they were, um, and still maintain very well. So, uh, again, it's just going to be individual responses, but that's kind of what we're thinking for now. And then until, you know, I feel like the NPC has to give at least six weeks notice for yes the shows are on right and so I'm I'm using that as okay my body composition can hang kind of around this area with this predicted amount of weight loss um 
So I do have like an upper limit of where we kind of want my body to be um, as far as weight that we gain during this period. But at the same time, like with enough notice, I'm not afraid to do what we have to do to get the job done. So, and there are going to be more shows later in the year. So heaven forbid, like for whatever reason, I just like can't respond or, you know, adipose tissue comes on or whatever. Um, you know, I can always extend the deadline. I'm very much about stepping on stage when I'm ready and I feel that I've improved. And so even though the, the deadlines and things have kind of shifted, that doesn't change how I'm going to go about things. Like I'm still bodybuilding I'm still executing in the gym doing what I can you know I got bands for my house I have a, a little stepper <laughs> if, if it's like bad weather or rainy outside like I'll just get on that thing um, to get the job done so it's it's not that you have to have a perfect situation I have clients that are walking up and down their stairs for cardio like you get on a stairmaster like that is hard now do that up and down your stairs like that's even harder so it's like you know there are ways to be really innovative with what you have access to i have clients that are in a mountainous area so they'll go hiking or they'll do hill sprints um you know different types of things depending on again where they are in their diet what their goals are but um, there are always options uh you know, I have clients that are trying to diet and they'll do like walk, jog, sprint, walk, jog, sprint intervals, um, you know, and, and just understanding that you can also move your body to get your heart rate up. Like you don't have to have all of the imperative tools that we think that we have to have at a gym uh, to get the job done, to get a good workout in or, you know, to get your cardio in, whatever it might be. Um, and good for just using body weight bands, uh, even lighter weight, higher reps. You know, you can get a pretty solid workout um, with that stuff. And if anything, it's just going to help you maintain what you've already had in the time being. Um, but you can still make just as much progress uh, just switching it up that way. Um, I have a few clients who are transitioning to just higher work. Um, I tell them, you know what, if you feel like with these modif modifications that we made, if you still feel like it's not challenging enough, just up the reps to like 20 or 30. You'll be smoked. Yeah. And the other thing that I think is really beneficial if we're talking again, just like nutrition training and like all the stuff that we selfishly get caught up in as bodybuilders, right? It's a big part of our life. So we get it. Um, is a lot of people train and they don't train to target the correct muscle groups and they then develop, you know, overcompensation patterns or they're not seeing results in certain body parts because they're not actually working the correct muscle. Um, and so a lot of my clients are like, wow, this bandit, because I did a, an athlete training guide with like bands and dumbbells, you know, lightweight stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And they're like, these workouts are killing me. I actually really feel this and this and this and this. And I'm like, exactly. So you guys think you have to be able to lift heavy weights to see results. But if you aren't, you know, generating enough stimulus to the correct muscle group and engaging that, you're not going to see the results that you want. So using this time to really focus on mind muscle engagement, you know, contraction of the correct muscle, isometric holds, um, that is going to benefit you when you go back into the gym. Oh yeah. And you know, the past week, um, kind of to kind of uh, just finish off a little bit more of what I've been doing, um, Ryan does my training as well. So we took, you know, the cancellation and the show as, let's just play around with one around, fuck it. So um, I tested my one arms this week. Again, just focus it like kind of along the lines of what you were talking about, you know, just focusing on training hard um, and keeping that as like a good focus for the time being while, you know, things are kind of up in the air with the deadline. It keeps me um, working towards something or at least like looking towards uh, improving on other areas. So we tested uh, one arms this week and that was pretty fun. And um, I'm wrecked. <laughs> Uh, of course, but 
we did some of that this week in the gym and also what kind of along the lines of what you were saying with you know I just want to be ready for my show um that's always what we want to aim for uh so you know if anything we're just going to be ahead of the game with dieting because I'm someone who needs a long time anyway but if I can actually get to a point where I lean uh we're you know stage ready and then we can even slowly start reversing me into a show that's going to be the best position that I can get so I do have a few more pounds to go if I had to guess I'd say maybe like you know four to five maybe but um we're pretty close so for the time being we're still pushing but um yeah pretty much better to be ready early there um and I think what was what else were you saying I think um, I touched on training, but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, so uh, dead, but you could do a lot with, you know, what we have available in the time being. It's just a matter of kind of actually like just hanging up your ego for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one thing that I've heard a lot is, well, I just like to lift heavy, or you feel like you're getting an effective workout by lifting heavy. and while I agree lifting heavy is fun, um, it's, you know, I, it pretty much what I, I love about training hard is just kind of like lifting heavy shit and making um, PRs. But uh, when you don't have that access anymore, it's still, it's not a reason to just forego training altogether and just, you know, spend the next two weeks laying around and, you know, feeling worse. So in the time being, like, if you do have to modify your rep ranges or change around your training, it's not going to be the worst thing ever. And if anything, it could be very humbling. Um, I, th- I know before I started actually the fast paced walking, I was doing a little bit of jogging, a little bit of foot drills outside, um, which was a great cardio session. But I realized this is really hard. And I was kind of destroyed a little bit more than I would like to be the next day. So it, the new stuff can be very humbling. I think that, and I very much believe that people that are in any sports arena, so I don't care if it's bodybuilding, you know, I understand and I feel for the athletes, the Olympic athletes, that was canceled. I do think that was for the best because like time getting ready, countries yeah. quarantines and like all that stuff. So I do think it's beneficial for them. Uh, you know, marathon runners getting canceled, high school athletes their senior year, you know, NCAA, like it's bigger than a bodybuilding show. And there are a lot of people out there that are feeling this, but the people that are in whatever sports arena they're in for the long run, understand how to adapt and they're in it for the right reason. And so, you know, just because your show is canceled doesn't mean you stop showing up for yourself. Doesn't mean that you stop giving hundred percent in the things that you can control right now. Right. Um, and so that's something that I try to remind, you know, my clients or just people in general that are kind of struggling. A lot of people are like, you know, fuck it. I don't, I'm giving up because the shows are canceled, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, if you're really an athlete and you really love bodybuilding, like, let's fucking work. Like, let's build. Like, let's, you know, how can we invent it for the long haul, really? You know, when things get tough, like, it's like anything. You know, if something's going to get hard and you give up, then you weren't really in it from the start, were you? Um, It's like you can say just because, um, you know, compared to the coronavirus, everything's closed and canceled, all that shit or even just small everyday inconveniences. Um, you know, oh, like work was, work took too long and now it's late and I don't wanna go to the gym, it's too hard. You know, you can compare it to a lot of things, but either way, when things get hard, 
um, you're, you're going to make it work if it's something that you're really passionate about and something that you really care about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I think that again, like, it's just, we love what we do. Like you love it. I love it at the same time. I I've been doing gratitude challenges with my clients, um, because a lot of people get really, really caught up in, Oh my God, I can't train. Oh my God, I can't do my cardio. Oh my God, this, that, that third. Um, but at, the same time, remember that this sport especially is very time consuming and very selfish and a lot of relationships get neglected. Um, and this is a great time to really reach out to those people that you love, care about and appreciate and let them know that like, this is your time to really take a step back, um, and control what you can obviously get your things done. But at the same time, like if you're at home with your loved ones, like appreciate that I'm out here in Tampa, Florida by my damn self, right? Like I have no one and Paul wants to fucking shoot me probably because I'm at his house all the time. Like him and Misty are like my family. And so yeah. um, I was kind of joking around with my parents about that too. I'm like, Lauren and Ryan are like my Tampa parents. Like I'm just <laughs> always there. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I appreciate that from them, but at the yeah. same time, I would love to be at home with my parents. I never get to see them. Like my sister's home um, because her school got canceled and you know, all these things. So it's like, take a step back. Yeah. Really, really look at what matters at the end of the day, because I'm going to tell you, you might be lean right now. Guess what? You're going to put body fat back on. If you mm-hmm. do like, don't get stuck in that vicious cycle, right? You're going to come out of this. And at the end of the day, when you're lying on your deathbed, nobody gives a fuck how much you weigh, what your waist measurement is and how shredded you are. Like you're going to look back and be like, I wish I engaged in that dinner. I wish I took that walk with my dad. I wish that I called my sister. Uh, you know, like, I wish I had more time and more moments. And at the end of the day, if you really look at it, like that is the stuff that's going to matter to you. Not that you hit a new low while you were at home in quarantine in 2020. Yeah. You know, as, as much as I don't want to, um, no offense, mom and dad, but as much as I don't want to move back to New York, um, and, you know, live up there, it does make me like, think about, you know, wow, I really appreciate, you know, the time that I do spend there with them. And I, I do wish that, um, you know, I could see them right now. Uh, New York's a, pretty much a shit show if you, <laughs> if no one uh, keeps up with any of that. But it does make me appreciate, you know, actually being there physically and spending time with them and annoying the fuck out of them because <laughs> uh, that's what I do. Um, but yeah, it makes you appreciate, you know, the time that you spend like physically with people um, instead of just hopping on the phone every now and then. So kind of taking things into perspective like that has been um, something I've been doing recently as well. Yeah, and it's super helpful. And I think that at the end of the day, everybody is stressed right now. Like anxiety is at an all-time high for people. Life's kind of upside down. You don't know what to expect. And it's the people that perceive this and go, okay, this fucking sucks. (laughs) It's not ideal but I will adapt and I'll do what I can. Like those are the people that are going to continue to see results that are going to continue to be positive, that are going to continue to accelerate, you know, their potential in whatever avenues that they're doing, whether it's their job, whether it's, you know, prep, whether it's something else, like whatever it is, if you can take that stress, perceive it as a challenge and an opportunity for you to grow in some way, shape or form, um, you are going to come out better because we are, this is going to end. Like this quarantine is not a permanent situation. I do think that things will kind of change because of it. Um, but it's not permanent. 
And so you have to remember that this time is still time that you have, right? People are getting sick and dying out here. Like their time is, is being cut. Right. And so it's like, you have to take this time and either use it to better yourself, better people around you, you know, whatever that influence is, or you can sit here and play the victim and be like, what was me? I'm going to eat the ice cream. Fucking sit on the couch, blah, blah, blah. And like be a shitty person or go out party and like do all some dumb shit. Like that's, that's not helping anyone and certainly not helping yourself. And so it's just like, yes, in like feeling shitty and being upset are completely valid feelings. So I'm not saying that like you don't have the right to feel that way. I do. Like I've had meltdowns in my moments. I go like this, like a fucking roller coaster. Like I'm human, but at the same time I can be like, all right, you need to fucking boss up now. Like let's get shit. Mm -hmm. Like your job. Okay. You can feel bad for yourself for like a minute or two and then get back to doing what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's just the way that you need to mentally take it in. And it's way easier said than done for a lot of people. I get it. I, you know, have struggled with anxiety and done all those things. And I've talked about that too. But at the same time, like you have a choice, you always, always have a say in the outcome. And I think it's incredibly important to remember that. Yeah. And you know what, it, it seems um, not like, I don't feel obviously bad or, you know, I don't feel weird about saying this, but like, um, you know, just kind of giving those recommendations to people like, hey, you can make this work, you know, it doesn't seem like much, but you can get a lot in with, you know, limited equipment, your body weight, you just have to kind of be creative and, you know, do it. Um, and I say that as someone who coming from, you know, being overweight in my uh, high school years, I literally lost about 75 to 80 pounds all from home. Um, I didn't have a gym membership. I didn't have any fancy equipment. I wasn't lifting heavy. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't even tracking macros. Okay. I did that all from home. I had, you know, a few pounds that went up to like maybe 25 or 30 pounds. I had a treadmill and I had my body weight and that's about it. And most of that was probably my body weight because <laughs> I hated the treadmill. So I was able to do that maybe over like a two to three year time period all on my own. And then once I lost all that weight, that's when I actually started getting into the gym and got my first membership. So I'm talking from someone who's literally had to do that. You know, I would get home from a school at like 6 PM and, you know, divvy up like one hour of my day to go straight down to the basement, get my hour training in whatever I was doing. And then I would have to eat dinner do my homework and then go right to bed. So I can wake up at 5 AM. So it's like all about just making it work. If you really want this, if you really want to do, uh, if you really want to continue making progress, you'll, you'll make it work the best way you can. Right. And I just want to say one thing I think, and if you look at like your progress in the gym, you know, specifically in like foundational fundamental movement patterns, like deadlifting and squatting, I think a lot of that comes from autonomy and being able to move your body in space. A lot of people just jump from zero to a hundred with lifting and they don't have autonomy over their training and they can't move their body functionally in space. I know like I do a lot of lap downs and they can't do a pull up, right? Um, You you can do a bench press, but you can't execute a solid push up. And so understanding how to move your body functionally in space, again, primal movements is going to benefit you in the longevity of your entire life. And so this is the time again, like you can enhance your training here. Like you can get better um, at all of these different things and it's not impossible. My mom, she used to do like T25, I think is what it's called. Like, I don't know if it's like a, I don't know what it is like, but there's like beach body. There's like 
YouTube home training videos. Please, the love of Jesus, do not buy someone's stupid at home training program. That, like, I see it all, like, I, that's why I had to, like, I chose, I was like, I'm cleansing myself from Instagram right now. Like, this is quarantine for my brain, too, because I'm like, how are people out here ripping people off with these at-home training guides? What are you doing? They're, they're fucking, like, there are pyramid schemes that are, like, capitalizing off this, like, my immunity, blah, 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 like, just fucking join my private group and give me 500 bucks. Like, no, no, stop it. But, yeah, there's so many videos available on YouTube. Yes. Uh, that you can literally, whatever you can think of, like at home bodyweight workout, bios, whatever you're, you want to do, you know, cardio dance workouts. They have all that. I was going to say, even gyms, if you were a member, they're offering like oh, yeah. classes. Like, so check out your gym subscription or wherever you go. Like they might be offering that because you know, there are a lot of options. And the fact that people are out here literally losing their jobs and people are out here trying to prey on that, I think is really shitty. Um, so just be sure you look at your options before you invest in something like that, because, um, you know, it's sad that that's how some people, influencers are responding, um, for whatever reason. But, you know, just if you're someone that's kind of in a bind and you're like, crap, I want to work out. I don't have a lot, you know, join a live Zumba class. Like those are fun. Like I might do that. One of my clients is actually a Zumba teacher and she's like, Hey guys, um, you know, I'm going to do a Zumba live if you guys want to join in our little Facebook group. And I was like, okay, I'm about to do this. Yeah, I have a few girls who are in like the, uh, few girls who work for like Orange Theory and they're providing at-home workouts too. So, you know, they do th- some of those and there's a lot of gyms who are like providing, you know, free stuff for at-home. So, yeah, pretty I think that's awesome. And I think that, you know, a lot of communities are getting stronger because of this let me tell you my interactions with my clients are like insane like so good you know I've had clients that really struggled with stuff um personally reach out to me and like be on the phone and like chat about it and you know my job is really to just show up for them and make sure that I have my game face on because you know it's it's our job to lead by example um and execute as best we can given the circumstances because I think a lot of people lose sight of like we're in this too. Like, I get how you feel. Like, every feeling that you have is totally valid because I feel the same way. But this is not an excuse to go backwards. Like, let's let's focus on what we can do here. Yeah, that's like the probably the biggest theme the past couple of weeks is just focusing on what you can do. Because I feel like, you know, and I, I've been there myself. You know, I'm someone who literally, like, when things feel out of control, it's like, well, the my brain's all over the place and I can't do anything about it. But when things feel like uncertain and out of control and just up in the air, it could be really easy to forget about the, like literally the core things that you have control over. Like, yeah, maybe you had this event come up, but you can still control what you choose to eat, um, stuff like that. So throughout this quarantine or, you know, gym closures and all that stuff, you could still control a lot of, you know, your day to day. You can control, you know, how you choose to structure your meals. You can control your stress level, your sleep, uh, your water intake, your training, you know, how often you're moving through the day. You could still control all of that. And I just think people forget that initially just because of all the stress and the shock and the change. Um, so really it's just a, mo- a, a point of just pausing, taking a step back and focusing, you know, jot, even just writing it down physically in front of you, I find is helpful just to write down like, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. And these are the three things that are important to me today. So I'm going to get those done. So that's like a big theme that I've noticed with, you know, like all my clients pretty much. And 
Um, that and I would say another big theme that I've found myself kind of talking through with clients is um, just board a meeting in general. Board yes. meeting is probably the the second or yeah, definitely like top two uh, issues that I've, I've seen. And it's definitely a challenge. I feel like we all kind of struggle with that if we're like, if we definitely don't have anything to do. Um, thankfully, I try to like, I keep myself busy throughout the, throughout the day. And it's even a bit of more of a challenge if you are like someone who's deep into a competition prep. But even just for, you know, lifestyle clients, like it can be something that you just do uh, subconsciously. Uh, you know, you're sitting at home or you're watching TV and you just you, you pick. And um, one thing I, I tell my clients to do is, you know, if you think that you're starting to snack on something or if you're feeling like you want to snack on something when you're not really feeling physical hunger, try going out for a walk, try journaling, try like doing some activity around the house, household work or chores or something creative to get your mind off of it. And then you'll probably realize like, oh, I'm not really hungry. I'm just, I just need something to keep me occupied or um, I just need something to stimulate me a little bit more. Um, And then something else I think is interesting to try out is, you know, if you are kind of battling between, you know, determining, am I really hungry or is this just like a craving or something? Um, Having some, you know, healthy options on hand. So literally if you're feeling, if you're confused about what that hunger is, go to the fridge, pick up like, you know, pre-cut fruit or a vegetable or something. And if you still want to eat that, um, then you're probably really hungry or like actually physically hungry. But if you're like, no, I'm not in the mood for like vegetables, then it's probably like a craving or something that you're, you're hankering for uh, just because you're bored. Yeah, no, those are all really great points and things that I've had to talk to my clients too about um, just how to manage that. Luckily for us, we work from home most of the time. So we kind of have these schedules and ingrained and we kind of know how to navigate it. Um, You know, I'll tell my clients, okay, so, you know, first of all, we want to keep routine as possible. So meal timing, the same way that it was when you were going to work or doing whatever you were doing, right? So have that like as a consistent thing. And then if you feel like your job is done or whatever, like, take up something new, get better at something. Like if you don't cook, here's a great time to start meal prepping. You know, if you want to read a book and you haven't had time because you're so stressed with work, well, now's a great time to sit down and read that book. So kind of taking up new activities, learning something new. Um, Journaling, I think is great. Phoning friends, like I said, reaching out to people, but all those different things, like this is a time of self-improvement overall. And that starts, you know, between your ears and the conversations that you have with yourself. And so this again is just opportunity and I think if people can kind of change the way they're looking at it um, it's going to really be helpful but I like the point that you made and I do this all the time with my clients I'm like are you hungry okay I want you to just eat lettuce eat some raw broccoli I don't want lettuce well then you're not hungry like if you are really really hungry you'll eat a plain bowl of lettuce And I know because I've been there, like I've been ravenous and I'm like, I'm just having fucking shredded lettuce right now. I've done that before. Like if I'm home and like we're making like coleslaw or something or something like that, I'll literally like pick on like just the raw bits of like lettuce and stuff. And my, my sister would look at me while she's making it like, what the wrong with you? I'm like, just let me eat this. I'm like actually hungry. That is, I'll have people drink like diet soda or something carbonated um mm-hmm. is that, oh, yeah. that's always um again with staying full i'll have people um i talk to them about what one thing i have and it is a habit that i use with, with prep 
Um, because a lot of times, especially when you're leaning, you're probably experiencing this as well, is you're not hungry, you eat, and then you're fucking starving. And then I so my rule of thumb is before I sit down to eat, I always have eight ounces, 12 ounces, usually like some of my shaker, um, before I start eating. Um, I'll eat that meal and then I'll, you know, finish my shaker before I even get up. Like that is my rule. Cause I'm like, I'm hungry. Give it 10 minutes or so, drink the rest of this, sit here and chill. And then what I find is like, I'm not hungry anymore. Like that subsides or if mm-hmm. I still feel it, I'm like, okay, let me like take a little walk. Um, and usually yeah. that helps. So I try to keep in post-meal walk along with keeping my, you know, water, but like rule of thumb, cause people will get up right from their meal, go back into the kitchen and be like, I'm still hungry. I want a little bit more. I want to try this. And then they have like spites tastes and that kind of adds up. So, um, make sure. Take a few minutes because I feel like with the walks too, I'll have one of my like lighter, like low carb meals. Um, one of my bro meals. Um, and then <laughs> I will probably get up, you know, a few minutes later, go for a walk. And then while I'm on that walk, I'm like, oh, actually I'm pretty full. You know, I, I feel like I'm good. So sometimes it just takes a few minutes for you to realize yeah, yeah, I, that was enough. Um, and, you know, it could be, uh, what's it called? I always like to have this diet sodas too, just because bubbles, but. Um, I will never give it up. If they say it gives you cancer and you're going to die, well, you know, everybody's going to die at some point. And if you live long enough, you're probably going to get cancer. So I'm just going to live my best life and drink my coffee and diet soda. Enjoy my seven, my diet seven up and my diet Mountain Dew in peace. Thank you very much. Yeah, stop judging me. She's yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, I think that that's, that's interesting. And next time on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm like really trying to enhance my life of dating. So uh-huh. I downloaded Hinge just to see how oh, yeah. during this time of quarantine, like <laughs> how crazy are I imagine the conversations are going to be very interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to experiment with this for a couple of days and then oh. next time we podcast, I'll give you an update. On like what it is. Like I think I'm gonna if it if I like actually talk to someone, um, I'm probably gonna do like a FaceTime at home date and like see how that goes. Like experiment with dating this. Like light a candle. I'm gonna do it. So I'm like, let me take one for the team and just like experiment with these apps and like see what I can do. So week one is hinge. Next week, Tinder. Oh my god, I just I'm afraid of that. Like I remember my freshman year of college, like that was thing and I think but now it's like every time everyone's like no don't do it it's like savage but Mm -hmm. if I don't get any hits then I just might have to take one for the team and experiment with it and like see what I can do see what I can find on there because at least I don't have to go anywhere like I don't have to meet these people but it will be really fun to like you know FaceTime a complete stranger maybe like virtual dine you know at least you're paying your own bill so ain't nobody coming out of pocket for this shit like just for science for research purposes uh kate will report back on her hinge experience yeah this is something in my life i need to enhance i'm 27 now i'm not getting any younger so it's like you know you gotta put yourself out there that's a topic we can talk about too like relationships and competing oh yeah no that's what i mean like you literally take your significant other to the to the you know, wayside. So I think that's a great topic to talk on as well. So we'll do that and the relationship dating app, you know, extravaganza. Jilly is not really completely on the market. So she will not be joining in that guys. So don't slide in her DMs. Thank you. 
I got a I got a DM the other day. I feel like I've made it. Someone was asking me for feet pics, um, and how much, and I was just like, oh, oh, okay. So uh, delete. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's like a rite of passage. Like everyone gets those at some point, maybe. I've gotten absurd DMs, like no. Like, I don't know. It's, people are fucking weird. Like, people are weird. That's yeah. Like, it's like, i off the internet forever. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Or, like, sending pictures of, like, their their junk. Like, what? Like, even people I've dated, I'm like, don't ever do that. It's, it's no. fucking scary. Like, stop. Like, no, I don't want to see that. It doesn't turn me on. It's not doing anything for me. Like, keep it. Keep your little... I think it's a good idea. No. Yeah. No. Just imagine being sent that yourself. God. Please don't. No, so save both of us. No, okay, yeah, this went anyways on a super rant, but we will end this podcast here, guys. If you liked it or if you want us to talk about other things, let us know. Um, and we will keep you posted on my dating extravaganza and relationships and the next yeah. podcast. Bye. Bye. Oops. <laughs>